Chloe? Chloe? Dude, we're... Oh, my fucking God. Chloe! I want to eat your nug. <laughs> You're welcome. Come on in. Come eat my nug. I mean, I don't know what that is, but yes. Oh, it's my favorite one. Chloe. So, as everybody knows, I have all my McDonald's toys, and I was going to send this package nug. to Sarah so she could <gasps> the open witch! them. The gang's all here, y'all. Oh, and the mummy, honestly, like, they... Like, I've been looking at pictures online because I want them, and they look so much better. They're like, yours, babe. Live. They're yours. I can't wait. Look at this I cannot wait. drag. Oh she is the moment. Although, I'm a little confused Those because teeth. I tried my best to match. I don't know if, like, I'll to look online if this matches That was the this. witch. I'm pretty sure that was the witch. But here's the thing. I have two witch costumes, but one of these has multicolor eyeshadow like were there multiple Eyes, witches yeah who knows maybe there um, was but here's the best part conspiracy so i got this box from my dad's place and mm. there's more to come because remember those like soft body rugrats toys that they had yes. that were like crazy yeah just found those recently i have stew spike which is like not to scale like tommy is this big and spike is like a giant dog um but I truly, my my mom kept everything. And that. look at these Mrs. Grossman. Oh, no. These are Sandy. Remember Sandy Lion? Stickers? Yes. Yes. Look. <laughs> oh, my God. Like Halloween circa. Is there a year on this? I don't see. That's like 94, I swear. Uh, yeah. But it has to be. And these were oh definitely given to me trick-or-treating in 94. I um, love it. And. <gasps> that bucket hat. Oh, skateboard. Oh, my gosh. Limited to. Um, but I thought. So here's here's the tea, y'all. Mm. I kept all these things similar to my Beanie Babies thinking this is a gold mine. I'm sitting on future college tuition for my your non-existent man. child I will never have um I started looking these bad boys up on eBay they're not going for that much I feel like the the amount of time that I would spend trying to sell these on eBay I wouldn't get a return on investment what are your thoughts here <laughs> I feel like what could be a return on investment is if you were to put like five of them in a box totally random and sell a random 90s toy box mm, for like 20 like bucks a, like a lot as they call it on ebay exactly i did that with my poly pockets and made at least 300 dollars on them that's what i'm saying um also some foley art for you i love that it is- bike accessory I love it. um perhaps you recall bartok the bat oh. Complete with suction cup to put on your car. Brilliant. And in the bag, Anastasia and dog. Who had the dog from Anastasia has great bangs. Yes. Yes. I mean, honestly, all the art in Anastasia is just beautiful. And I feel like the the fur on the dog was just smooth and shiny, if I remember right. And then I even also though it was found... like a gruffy dog, it was like so. Full disclosure, I threw away a bunch of them because I started Googling 
um, how much these were worth. And I, I thought you were going to say you started Googling how much trolls come to life when you're sleeping (laughs) and attack you. Well, for those who are listening to this episode, this is a Burger King Kids Club Jaws troll that glows in the dark. And also shout out to my childhood self for having so many plastic fake bugs because it was absolutely terrifying opening this box and finding a bunch of cockroaches in it that were made of rubber um that's gonna be ayla's childhood she's got so many fake like spiders and cockroaches rats ma'am she has two fake rats that she like and they're like eerily realistic um here is a poly pocket that i just broke with the uh that's you and me on it okay she's showing a poly pocket watch for those of you who are listening it's in like a bow but it's like a watch it's not a watch but like it goes on your wrist I love it. Sorry, oh my gosh. Sorry, Polly. Um, we recently, this is a little teaser, we just recorded an episode with Timothy Scott Stewart, one of my best friends from high school and beyond, and he told us a very funny story about this little guy. This is the who, steak man. It's like a why? steak with like muscles, and it's the ones that transform, right? So like you can put all of his arms and legs in and then it's just a steak with a face and then you can pull his limbs out and then it's a full-on steak body sarah i'm left with more questions than answers with this particular line of toys which let's see if there's a date on these um oh mcdonald's 1990 wow i was eating mcdonald's Mm. when i was one that's a problem okay luckily i was only eating the skin off the nuggets which is probably why i'm so strong and healthy now um so i have i kept all of these for you because i'm gonna send these to you um, i will say real quick are- ayla's first mcdonald's experience was one month before she no it was two weeks before she was one and it was on our way to colorado um to go visit my cousins so just saying i'm i'm the same as your mom <laughs> Can feed your one-year-old McDonald's. Yeah, like when they're one, yeah, they can start to nibble. So I would give her like – I took like the French fries and like cut them into little pieces. So if she would literally just swallow them, she wouldn't choke and like, yeah. You just reminded me that when I was a nanny, I nannied for these two little Jewish girls in uh, in San Francisco. And the mom would say, um, just try to always get them a vegetable. So, like, get fries at McDonald's if you go there. And I was like, ah, oh, yes, a vegetable. I love that. Um, so here's my conspiracy. We were talking to Tim about this because he was telling the story. And for those of you who are listening, this is a toy, a T-bone steak. And he has muscles and legs and a hat and a face. And there's two question marks I have about this. First of all, when has McDonald's served any steak? Secondly, this isn't really a transformer because when you put Mm -mm. all the body parts inside, it's still a steak with a face. So I'm looking at the dates on these. And some of these Mm. are older than other ones. But for this, okay. So Steak Man. So Tim told a very funny story on our our episode, which... um, I don't know if it, if it made it on the air, but I think it's worth sharing that when he got this toy, the he tucked the legs in or like one of the arms and made his mom go all the way back to McDonald's because they thought the toy was broken. And then they're like, no, my dude, the it, it's a transformer. Um, but I have a bunch of these. So some of these say 1990 on them. Some of them say 93. This is a 1991. And I think the theme that I'm seeing here is these ones are dinosaurs. So this is a Happy Meal that transforms yes. – into a T-Rex. And this is a McDonald's 
McDonald's cup. Pretty cute. Remember these straws? Like the the striped And this turns into a little T-Rex with the little, it's got like a tail and everything. But then these ones from the 90s, I want to say, and this is a teaser for a future episode, must be from some sort of physical fitness incentive or That's what I think it must have been. Because this tomato, which like one of you had a tomato at McDonald's, says 93... She's got a tennis racket, this big milk, this milk with beautiful winged eyeliner has yes. two weights in her hands. Yeah. And then, of course, sandwich man on the roller skates here. And y'all, you can tell when my family or my mom and dad, I should say, because I was an only child, was in a bunch of rehearsals for a show or something because they'll be like it's not that I just have one of these like there will be somewhere I have multiple of yeah. the same toy and what I've discovered is when Hook came out and when these Transformer uh, foods came out my parents obviously were having to go to McDonald's a lot also Back to the Future amazing 91 on here um, but it's very interesting to just see so- like I found the, like, someone selling the four-pack of the milk, the tomato, the sandwich, and the T-bone steak on Etsy. $5 for the four-pack, by the way. Um, But they're still in the wrappers. And it says, food fun dementals, happy meal. And then it says, look inside for fun facts brought to you by McDonald's in cooperation with the American milk <laughs> i know right diet diet dietic diet dietic association dietic dietic is that a word dietic i'm gonna look that up american a very interesting choice for an american nutrition dietetic dietetic well i think that's it was like part of their desire to seem to seem like you know more nutritious i guess but yeah so i guess it was it was it was Basically just about eating healthy. Oh, wow. This one's from 89. So I was born in 89. Here's this little guy. Oh, my god. Hi. Um, I also have a Carl's Jr. toy here. The chicken stars are some of the best nuggets in the world, in my opinion, if you've ever had them. Um, I've also got my man Chuck here. Chuck, or sorry, Charles Chuck Entertainment Charles. Cheese. Yes. Um, but... I came to this um, episode with a specific thing to highlight here, Sarah, and I got rid of 80, if you can believe it, 80% of the toys that I had in the box. Um, But I would like to make a statement that I think toys from McDonald's with clear plastic situations going on were the superior McDonald's toys. Yes. Agreed. So right now, Chloe, for those who are listening, is holding on to one of the train cars for the McDonald's toys. Is that Taz on there? So this isn't one of the train cars. This is just from a Tiny Toon Adventures Oh, series. got it. However, speaking of trains, train cars. the gang is all here. And the diversity, for people who don't remember, in 1994, McDonald's celebrated this big, like, birthday thing. I don't know if it was mm-hmm. their birthday. It must have been their birthday, right? And I am in awe of how many franchises are a part of this train. And for people who yes. don't know, 
they all have these little connectors on each side. So the idea was, this is sort of the first time that McDonald's incentivized people to get all of them, which is mm-hmm. so brilliant from a marketing perspective because I have about 20 of them. But look at the diversity. And you like weren't them. allowed to ask for specific ones. No. That was not and a thing. I want to say because my parents and I would frequent like antique shops that some of these I got from antique stores. Like I didn't I actually get it. them from the Happy Meal. But can you believe how many franchises? So Berenstein Bears, which mm-hmm. when you they're on a teeter totter here. Now here's the question though: Berenstein or Berenstein? <gasps> Berenstein, because I'm Jewish. No, I don't know. Isn't like, how do like you remember a- it spelled? Yeah, a Mandela effect. Mandela do you remember effect. it spelled E I N or A I N? I don't think I could read. <laughs> or I guess it's 94. I, I could read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. So how many but do I, you have though? There's okay. there's a total of 15 apparently. So you have the bears. Bears. I've got this one I am pretty positive I got from an antique store. Um, this is 101 Dalmatians. I remember that one. It's They're like in a little present box. A little box and mm-hmm. Pongo pops up. Um We've got the head of the train slash caboose, which is the Happy Meal with Ronald McDonald waving hello. Mm-hmm. We've got this Hot Wheels, which oh, that is epic. This slaps. This is like I don't think it it's like going around in like a circle as it continues on the yeah on the continues on the train. Um, we've got and and just like Disney and Looney Tunes and okay, you'll see Everything. the diversity of stuff here. We've got Ariel. Mm-hmm. The Little Mermaid with flounder circling. We've got Bugs and Buster Bunny, which no, I that, isn't that Babette? Or wait, what's that's not Buster? We're tiny, the pink we're tiny, we're all little loony. At Acme University, we learn our tune degree. Classes and classes Why do I know all of these lyrics? I thought Babs. It was Bab- Babs. Babs. Bugs and Babs. Honestly, Babs walked so Lola could run. Fact. Fact. I always thought that Babs was young Lola and she just like did a name, a brand and name change. We've got this Cabbage Patch uh, doll mm-hmm. on a rocking horse, which as everyone knows, the Cabbage Patch dolls were a frequent holiday toy. Yes. I say as I hold up this yarn haired Santa's yarn hair. CPK doll. This and the Barbies were they yes. had boy toys and girl toys. Of course. Um, and then these uh, Happy Meal fries. Like a hamburger shake, fries Hamburger and guy. The little, um, little what is that called? A birthday yeah. thing. Goes in and out. Snoopy. So the Playing Charles an organ. Universe with um, Woodstock on the organ. Yep. We've got Barbie doing mm-hmm. a little dance. The queen herself. Um, and then, oh, so this goes back. This comes full circle. So those are all the ones that I have. Do you so have, have? So you don't have the Tonka truck. That's no. a that's a big yellow truck with a big red present in the back. Um, there was an ET. <gasps> that's right. I remember. I had that one. I definitely yeah. had that one. But he's not here. There was Kermit and um and Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy. They were doing the dirty dancing lift. <gasps> I remember. Th- yep. Wait, was it? It was Muppet Babies. Muppet Babies, yeah. Yeah, babies. okay. And then there was um, Bugs and Daffy, and Bugs was slamming the the um, symbols on Daffy's ears. Okay, that checks out. 
And then there was a adult Sonic Daffy, in a TV. Right? Yeah, yeah. Adult Bugs and Daffy. And then there was a Sonic in a pink TV and, and with a moved around the and it moved around in a circle. Yeah. So those that. are the only ones you're missing. Why do I remember all of these? <laughs> because so wait, we I did wanted have all of them. <laughs> yeah, you probably did. Honestly, I remember the Sonic one. I thought that was the most technologically advanced toy that wasn't like a million dollars. It was like, are you kidding me? This TV has Sonic running through the screen, like brilliant engineering in my and now you know, six year Jim Carrey is retiring after his final role in Sonic. <laughs> um, so I really only kept the ones around that I wanted to show on this Patreon episode slash I will likely send most of these to you and Ayla because as much as I love them, I feel like they're better. Are you Andy at the end of Toy Story 4? I am. It's been very hard to like, I'm doing a lot of decluttering y'all and this, this will give you some insight into what I talk about with my therapist. But I think a big reason why I do this podcast slash I have kept all these things because I still have all my Pee Wee Herman toys. I have a lot of stuff. Um, is that I feel like I didn't get to enjoy these when I had them, mm-hmm. that I grew up very fast. And, you know, for people who don't know, like I, I dealt with like a lot of trauma in my teen years. So I've, I've carried these things with me as sort of a, a, a security blanket in a way. And it's very hard to part with them. But if I know they're going to a good home, then I feel good about it, right? They will be well um, taken care of. So I didn't save anything. Or sorry, rewind. Yep. And see. Okay. So... I saved a handful of things, mainly to show on this stream, but I would like to do, maybe this is a new segment on the show, Sarah, like a, maybe like a shout out, like a, like a shout out to kind of thing. Mm. Shout out to snow globe like toys of the 90s. This of course is Alvin and the Chipmunks, Carl's Jr. toy, all the water has come out of it. Mm -hmm. But all of these like clear plastic like basketball game with Buster mm-hmm. Bunny, the Elvira, this like when you move it around a little bunny goes through like a thing, this like barbecue thing. I feel bad for kids these days because did did we confirm that they got rid of McDonald's toys as a mom? No, no, no. Confirm this? No, we definitely have McDonald's toys. Ayla just got a Sonic and Knuckles from McDonald's in her last Happy Meals. Interesting. Yeah. I also love that there's like certain I bet if we did some some research on this, we could figure it out. But it seems like there's allegiances with certain brands to certain or may, maybe contracts with fast food companies. Yeah. Because I remember – well, actually, this is really interesting. I feel like Disney was always Burger King because when you think of, like, yeah. the, the Toy Story toys, the cups, the um, – like, remember how you could – you would get your Happy Meal – or it's not Happy Meal, so I for Burger King. But you could also buy the bigger toys, like these Bartok yeah. things. I'm curious how with this train set thing, because there's Pongo and all of this, how those contracts work. Yeah. I don't know. I I definitely know, like, coming from our tech jo- jobs, I know that contracts exist. And the contracts don't – um, preclude you from working with other companies at all, mm-hmm. but they do like 
like you do have to be careful like i'm not this is not actually what Microsoft had contracts with. I don't know who they had contracts, but like, you know, if, if Microsoft had contract with Pepsi, for example, and like Coke wanted, or like, and we were working with Nike and Nike had a contract with Coke. We actually had to know, like there, like we, we had to know whether or not we could work with Nike at all. Because like, if on that same campaign, Nike was going to do something with Coke and with Microsoft, then Pepsi might get mad at Microsoft for like, not bringing them into that deal or something like that. Those are not actual companies that work with Microsoft, but like, I know that there's some, some semblance of that. So I bet there was probably like, Oh, well this is a special like McDonald's birthday thing and not yeah. like an exclusive. Cause they, they, it's not like they gave them like the movie toy rights, right. They gave right. them like, and it was like, you know, cause who did they have? They had Pongo and they had um, a couple others. Ariel. Didn't they? Ariel. And- so I bet it wasn't like, I bet it wasn't like around the time that those movies were coming out. I bet it was like maybe within the same year, but outside of, and there's also like timelines, right? Like, like Burger King might've had the exclusive rights to the happy meal or like, you know, the kids meals, toys for Ariel and hundred and Dalmatians during this two month period. And then Disney can kind of shop it around anywhere. That makes a lot of sense. Cause looking back, I'm like, Oh yeah. Remember how Casper was like pizza hut toys yes. exclusively. And like, I had such weird, I feel oh. like there's certain fast food companies that really tried to join the kids meal taco bell being one of them because taco bell used to give out pogs like wildlife pogs yes and as a kid i remember being like i don't want this this is dumb also the taco bell kids meals were the servings were too small for little club yes agreed Um, and i also like i just noticed that there's certain fast food companies that had more educational toys than other Mm. ones like some were just for the sake of like getting people to buy the meals this one's very interesting sarah this is from doesn't say who it's 1995 that looks burger king power rangers wristwatch but here's my favorite part it's one of those like holographic like i 100 had that but this one looks like it's like when you open the screen on your phone and the front facing camera's on it and i don't know who it is who is this? If you're know. not, if you're listening, this is a Power Rangers watch. Oh, from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie, it says on this side. And when you open it up, it's a, what do you call this? Like a holographic, like a 3D thing where you move yeah. it around and the picture changes. And one is the little robot dude. I don't know his name. One is the Power Rangers symbol. And one is just a man. I can only describe it as a white man who opened his front facing camera. <laughs> Who, it must have been like the primary villain, but like, isn't it that lady who's like, I'm a witch? You know who I'm talking about? I didn't watch I'm a lot so of Power Rangers. I'm so confused because if this but, was from the movie, I just looked up pictures from the movie and I don't see this man anywhere. Was this just like the dude who made the toy in the factory and he was like Easter egg? <laughs> it looks like someone put their face on a fax or not a fax machine but like a copier yeah he almost looks like frankenstein because the power ranger symbol keeps kind of like covering part of his face so it looks like he's like scarred i swear that's like the dude who just made it and he like snuck it in there i swear look if you and he looks bald i'm so confused is he like the prince no no wait i found him i found him i found him i found him um Zordon. It's Zordon. 
look, I'm going to send you, I'm going to send you this link. <laughs> look, oh, if this is any incentive at all to join our Patreon to see this fan, you have to. I mean, this is the kind of like deep this detective is wild. that we do. This is wild. But anyway, that's basically, I, I'm going to keep, so I've decided I'm going to send most of these to Sarah, especially the nugs. I cannot um, wait. I'm keeping all the Barbies because I do have about 20 Barbies, um, which were my favorite McDonald's toys out of all of them. And I want to do some kind of art project or something with them. But I, we talked about on our Rockadoodle episode about the toys from Dairy Queen. That's another one that tried to get in on. Yes. And it didn't really yes. work out. Um, how like we could feel the Patu toy like in our hand and I, I will say, like, I'm sad to see these go, but they've served their purpose in my life. And there's just something about tangibly – I can't wait for you to get these, Sarah, because there's something about tangibly wait. touching these and the ASMR of, like, hearing oh. them that is unlike anything I I've ever experienced. Wait. I'm trying to think. <laughs> I think I've got, like, just a couple – hang on. I'm going to try to unplug. I think I've got, like, just a couple of mine around the world. Um, I really should have prepared better and, like, brought these out. Um, so these are not my, these are not like McDonald's toys, but, um, I do have a couple of things from my childhood. One that like, when I found it, I was like, oh my God, because I remember this so much. So this was something, it's a Humpty Dumpty. Wait, it's a little blurry. Bring it closer. Okay. Love him. And you pull the string and he like... (gasps) His That's arms cute. go up and down. And just like the ASMR of this little wooden toy from like the 80s. It's just my favorite. Um, yeah, so I've got like a couple of those and they're just kind of spread out around my office and my home. Um, I cannot wait for these McDonald's toys though. I think all of mine are in my garage in San Diego, like in my mom's boxes, which are stored in my garage. Um, I'm trying to do a better job at saving things for Ayla, but yeah, who knows where everything is. This is just It's very, it's very bittersweet because I'm reading this really fabulous book right now. Let me name it on the pod so people can check it out if they're interested. It is called Making Space, no, yeah, Making Space, comma, Clutter Free by Tracy McCubbin because mm-hmm. as I mentioned earlier like I've just I wouldn't I'm by no means a hoarder but I've kept a lot of stuff from my childhood and she said something in this book that really helped me with letting go of some of these items that I have so mm-hmm. for people who maybe haven't listened to particular episodes of the pod my mom died when I was 15 and so a lot of like stuff I have kept around in my life to sort of feel connected to her and that early part of my life because I don't have my mom too to go to like, hey, remember this, remember this? And she said something in this book that hopefully will help someone else as much as it's helped me because I have a really hard time parting with like trinkets and jewelry and and things that were either my mom's or remind me of my mom and stuff like that. And she said, if you have if you minimize the amount of like special items that you have that are related to like a person or or thing or an event that you want to remember, those items gain more power if there's less of them. So for example, 
it's been really difficult for me to part with like you know I have so much like costume jewelry and stuff like that for my mom none of it is of value it's all just like cheap stuff but I'm trying to keep that in mind as I pass these on to new homes and like yeah. I got rid of all my beanie babies and poly pockets and I'm thriving I'm, I'm doing just fine and I'm not yeah. missing them but it's hard to part with these things I'm curious for any of our listeners especially pod or patreon pages if you're listening let us know in the comments like if you have things like this in your life because I'd be really curious to know what these items are for other people because for me it's Mm -hmm. toys I have all my original dinosaurs toys I have like so many things and I don't know why I'm keeping them Sarah I feel like I'm keeping them for like oh I'm gonna do something with these and I'm like Mm -hmm. bitch no you're not (laughs) you haven't done anything yet (laughs) I totally feel you though mine was um I have a couple of books which right now are in the house because I actually got to kind of bring them out and share with Ayla but like and actually what I ended up doing was so one of my favorite books was called Anansi the Spider and it was like this story <gasps> I remember that mm-hmm. they did a play slash musical version oh, of that, that at our local uh children's theater I love that so I I found Anansi I was like talking to someone I don't remember anyways um I found my book my original one and then I got Ayla her own and then I still have mine and like, I can show her like, look, we have the same book. And, um, but you know, like mine is special cause it was mine. And I remember like, you know, these moments. And I think like having Ayla lets me recreate the memory because for me, when I look, when I held these books until now, um, it was kind of a bittersweet. It was like kind of a sad moment. It was like, I remember how stressed we were when I was little and how like scary things could be when I was little and, we made it fine and like my mom's living here with me and everyone's great but like it was kind of like this like I was holding on to the pain almost yeah. right and like it, it, it's it been kind of neat I think similar to giving them away for you Chloe like giving Ayla and even kind of giving her her new version has allowed me to revisit that time in my life but with a healthier lens like she was laughing. So like in, in Anansi, he has six spider sons and each of them can do, has like a different special power. So like one of them can see far away. Um, one of them can like drink a lot of water. One of them can cut fish open. And then the last one's name is Cushion and has like a big butt. And basically when Anansi <laughs> falls from the sky, Cushion or like is there to catch him and Anansi's just like bonks on his head. And I remember laughing so hard at cushion because like there's like this scene where Nancy's head is like like making an impression on cushion's butt and it's just like so funny and like but but it was also again like a very stressful time in my childhood and so when I first read it to Ayla and she was just cracking up at cushion and she was just like it's big butt (laughs) you know like (laughs) it it kind of like remade that moment into something happy and I kind of feel like we're doing that now a little bit with all of the McDonald's toys and Burger King toys because you and me are like doing this happy thing with our pod and revisiting things and we're happy and thriving in our lives. And we can kind of now when I look at these toys, I think of you versus thinking of, you know, little Sarah starving, sharing a McDonald's happy meal with my mom. Like I can think of happiness. I'm like, oh, my God, Chloe would love this. Not like, oh, my God, little Sarah wish she would have had this, but was poor, you know, (laughs) When I perish, please lay a nugget at my grave. Just like <laughs> wait, wait. What was the thing that we have to write on the carve into the tree <laughs> when I die? Oh, my God. 
wait, you guys, you guys, you guys. This isn't even 90s related, but it's very important to mention on the Patreon. So Gilbert Godfrey. Actually, this is related to the Patreon. This is is related to the pod. Okay. Gilbert Godfrey has perished. Now, we have this running conspiracy (laughs) theory. I'm not laughing at that. We're not laughing at that he perished. We're laughing at the fact that a oddly strange reoccurring theme has happened when we record an episode, something happens. It's very witchy. Like, we recorded very. a Full House episode. Bob Saget perished. We, what else? Oh, uh, this is a sneak peek, but the Amanda show, when we recorded that episode, um, she was freed from her conservatorship. Day late, so like, a day later. A day later. Like, the day after, y'all. So, Sarah and I have this inside joke that we're witches, right? And Gilbert Gottfried perished, and we did uh, Thumbelina, which I forgot that he was in until we watched it, but he's great Mm -hmm. in it. And crypto hackers (laughs) took over Gilbert Gottfried's uh, Twitter, unfortunately, like, the day that he died. And you know how, like, (laughs) like, crypto (laughs) people will, like, be like, mad drip you know like blah 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 blah. um did you find the quote Sarah? train gang <laughs> they Someone say that an- cam gang <laughs> yeah all caps and this is you have to imagine it's been hours since it's been announced that gilbert Gottfried has perished and then all of a the sudden there's a a picture of a young a young man in sweatpants i want to say yeah with a the outline of a very what appears to be a very large erection and it was such a disgrace it was so inappropriate so terrible but sarah was like wow this is really terrible and i was like uh i think that really what his family was trying like jokingly i was like his family's really trying to get this message across sarah and i think you need to respect them at this time and then sarah jokingly said when i perish please carve this into a tree for my daughter and if she questions it just be like this is what she would have wanted and so <laughs> I we have like, all these I demands like, when when i perish i want to be cremated so wherever ayla decides to go throw my ashes find a yes. tree next to it and just please carve in drain gang and if anyone questions it just be like it's what she would have wanted <laughs> I think this is a really good time to mention. This is my favorite story about my grandpa, Louie. My grandpa, Louie, was this. My grandpa's name is Louie. Oh, my God. This is. What in the world? (laughs) Ma'am. Sorry. Continue. When he perished, he, and this is not a joke. This is very real. In his will, and I was very young when he died. I want to say I was like Mm. seven or eight. Um, he requests he was a very funny guy. I think he was buried with a headshot of Catherine Zeta Jones and at his funeral we entered into time to say goodbye and he wanted us to exit to uh I will survive, but they didn't respect <laughs> that. They didn't do that because they felt it was inappropriate, and I'm still upset about it. But my dad recently told me that my grandpa Louie wanted his tombstone he this was in his will and i am very upset this didn't happen he wanted it to say stiff at last (laughs) and to not respect a dead man's wishes my dad now says i wish we would have done it and i think honestly what grandpa louie wanted was people to walk in mount sinai cemetery in los angeles 
and take selfies with his grave. I mean, this is before selfies, obviously, when he perished. But I have to say this out loud, and I'm going to mention it in my book, because the world needs to know that Grandpa Louie at last had a boner. Amen. I love that so much. It makes me want to, like, I (laughs) I know, it makes me want to, like, plan some, like, I don't know, like, I I, want to, like, you know how, like, in those romantic movies where, um, like, you know, the, the, the husband who perishes, like, prepays for 50 years worth of roses to be sent on Valentine's Day or whatever, I want to do that, but with, like, the most random ass crap, like, like, prepay for, like, I don't know, like, yeah, an edible arrangement to be sent and also to be sent to like random ass people with like a like a URL or a QR code. That's the only problem is like tech will probably have changed, but like that'll like go to my uh, like an in in memoriam website of me with just like random pictures and they're like, what the fuck? Well, I love this idea, which I listen to a lot of podcasts with Nicole Byer on them, who's an amazing, funny comedian. Everybody watch her her Netflix special. She's she's hilarious and wonderful. Um, She has said on multiple occasions, and this is not a joke. This is real life that because her parents both died when when she was a teenager, pretty young that so she has a very I love her perspective on like life and death because she's able to joke about it like I'm able to do with my mom and she has publicly stated that she in her will she has put a scavenger hunt in it for like all the important people in her life and she updates it like somewhat regularly so when she perishes people will have to like gallivant in a rat race like situation to find all of the things in the event that she perishes and and I love that and I think I want to do something like that we should yeah I agree agree. yeah yeah I want it to be like 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 somebody random kind of gets a clue and then that like includes them in I don't know I we have to do something like that I'm doing something like that for sure I've just made I forced Sarah to watch this episode it's the first episode of the the Netflix version of unsolved mysteries because i was like this guy like died and then he left this note that he taped to the back of his computer and i need to understand what it means so i solemnly swear that if i do do this y'all that it won't be an unsolved mystery you will be able to solve it like if you've ever seen ready player one it'll be like yes that's exactly what i was thinking can we please do that that can can we have ours kind of cross paths yes i think we should be like I don't we should know. take care of this sooner rather than later. We should because because you keep mentioning <laughs> and yeah, you keep mentioning that we're going to perish and everything we mention comes true. So yeah, <laughs> we have to be careful. And I can't. I'm put also just gonna... last on mine. No, I, guess I mean like... if you're if 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 you if you request that like if I request that my ashes get thrown into the river, I can say wet at last. <laughs> I don't think Adrian would appreciate that. Oh my god. Yeah, like as far, you know how like there's all those articles that say you're not supposed to but people like throw ashes yes. at Disneyland and stuff. Yes. There's even some really great real housewives clips of pe- of like women throwing ashes and them blowing back into their faces. Yes. Like there's just so much opportunity for mishaps to happen. No, but, I think I want to, like, my my will is going to say, I mean, I do have a will, but it doesn't specify this, but I was going to, I was going to be like, okay, Ayla 
do whatever's easiest for you. Like, if it's easier to just, like, kick me out of the trunk on the freeway, (laughs) fucking do that. I don't care. Like, my body is gone. Like, National Lampoon Vacation, like, tie you to the top of the thing. Whatever will, like, fucking bring you the most peace. Um, Do whatever makes you feel good. But, like, I, I really like these ideas of turn me into a fucking tree like they have these ones where where, like they put ashes into like you know soil and seeds and it turns into this tree and then you can carve drain gain on my tree (laughs) (laughs) drain gain (laughs) this was a tangent y'all but i think it was important and it did have to do with gilbert godfrey so we didn't we didn't digress too much it did um anyway on a much lighter note I'm like, where should I don't know what's lighter than drain gang. I don't know. Oh my god. Um, drain no, but, gang. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, y'all, uh, we wanted to release this Patreon episode to the masses. So we'll be releasing this as audio. So if you're listening to this on audio only, you can actually head to our Patreon, patreon.com slash salute your sports. And uh, you can actually see the video and it's unlocked. Um, so we will be giving this to our Pades early in the video in on the patreon but um but yeah if you're listening to this now on the pod come check out our patreon come join us we do so we you know we release episodes every week and then every other week we release patreon content so pages actually get like some extra content coming up coming up and there's a lot of visual elements right now i'm just going through i thought i'd share some i have these physical photos that i recently oh here this is what what will this is a good thing to end on fashion um the, if this is isn't an incentivication is that a word if this doesn't incentivize you to if this isn't an incentivication just inventing words here to join our patreon to see the visuals i don't know what is but um I remember in the 90s, there were so many, and it's so fun to see other people's pictures, right? Because mm-hmm. the, I truly believe, and this comes from someone who worked at the Disney store and got to see a lot of these things and sell these things. We peaked as a society, fashion-wise, with bathing suits in the 90s for children. And I'm sure you can confirm this, Sarah, as someone who lived through the 90s and now has a daughter, and I'm sure you've bought her, like, many a bathing suit. Mm. But check out this Jasmine one-piece. Oh, beautiful. Like, can we bring these back? Nowadays, nowadays the bathing suits for little girls are, like, eerily adult. It's creepy. Um, Not a bathing suit, but here's me in my gymnastics um, leotard and my sweaties. I've got a little gym, some gymnastics pick. This was a popular birthday party choice nice. of the 90s, taking people nice. to the gymnastics. Look at how upset everyone is at this table after doing gymnastics. You want to know how blonde my hair used to get when I was a kid? Yes. Look at the, the difference between my hair and my eyebrows in this picture. No makeup. No hair dye. Girl. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's kind of like shiny so you can't really see but like y'all wow if you've never seen a picture of sarah before she has the best eyebrows she has like full (laughs) eyebrows huge that i used to be so embarrassed by as like a teen and i am so i'm so in love with is there anything else we want to speak of before we oh uh 
some Lego news that I haven't even told you. This is exclusive. Mm. This is me telling Sarah for the first time. Well, first of all, I'm sure you've seen Sarah that they they just announced a Muppet Show Lego set, which I am no, they didn't. So Damn excited it. about Chloe. It's I not have released too many yet. Legos. Okay, it gets worse. It gets worse. It oh, gets no. so much worse. Um, they haven't released what it looks like, but they have teased what the individual minifigs look like, and they're so cute. They have a Janice one. Like, I think it's going to be the full stage with the orchestra and everything, because it's got Janice, it's got, obviously, Miss Piggy, and, you know, all, all of the classic people from, from the Muppet oh Show. So very excited God. for that. But this morning, apologies to everyone's bank accounts. So I have um, all of the Lego, uh, I have the Bird of Paradise, I have the Bonsai Tree, I yes. have um, the Flower I Bouquet, and they just announced May oh, no. 1st, there's oh, going to no. be succulent uh, bed, <gasps> oh. a orchid, and ooh, oh, there's a third one. Uh, but yes, I'm going to buy all of them. <laughs> Let oh. me, I'm going to Google it. New Lego uh, plant set. Here we go. I can't wait. Yeah, an orchid, a, oh, I don't know. Where did I see this? Now I feel like I'm being that I dreamt this, but I know that I didn't. Oh, here it is. Um, but yeah, the succulent one. Here, I'll hold it up to the screen. Looks really cute. Oh, it's got like a little cactus and all this stuff, it. and then this orchid is. It looks very real, and I have these in our home. If you're a plant killer, I'm a great plant mom, but mm -mm. they're really. I put them in the parts of our house that don't get sun because yeah. <laughs> obviously they yeah, don't need yeah. sun, but I. I regret to inform everybody that uh, your bank account is a. Uh, I am not a good plant mom, so my Lego plants are where I, where it's at for me. I have too many Legos. Like I have a bunch in my little thing up there, but I I have the smaller of the Millennium Falcons right here that I still need to build. Um, I have right here also the ATAT. Do you display them? What do you do with them typically? Yeah. So, okay. Here's a couple of things um, for the Pades and also everyone because we're releasing this. But so I have a Glowforge also, which I'm obsessed yes. with, but I, I need more time. So, okay. Yes. So I've got a bookcase where the top half of it is all Legos. First of all, it's, mm -hmm. you can't see it. Um, but I have a plan to build a... So I've sorted all of our Legos. Like, you don't understand. We have so many Legos, and these are all from kits. I have a problem. Like, these are sorted already, like, into little bags, like, color and size. So this is pinks and purples that are all one high squares. These are, like, reds and yellows and oranges that are all more than four long, but only two wide and one tall like and then I get like really specific like these are all black single ones that have a top um and these are like I I've sorted I've sorted I've sorted what do you and what but, is your plan with all so of them my plan don't steal my idea everyone um but my plan is I have so I I designed this out in like multiple multiple pages of like design and I'm not gonna zoom in because I just, okay, I'm okay. gonna sell this shit and it's going to be um a lego workstation where the top you can build on and 
inside are the doors to like reach things. And then there's going to be an app that's associated with it. So if you want to rebuild one of your sets, it, so there's going to be one drawer that's like what you're working with now. So you don't have to like keep pulling drawers. Um, and you kind of like can build the set and each Lego color and, and size and shape will be associated with like a code. And so then you say like, oh, I want to rebuild my ATAT and it'll be like, okay, you know, for the first step, it's going to take you about 30 minutes and you need to grab all of these, put it into your little set and start building it. And then you can leave it like half built and it'll have like a cover. That is my plan to build it. I'm going to fucking do this and I'm really excited and I just want to do it because these are all the sets we have. Like I've kept, these are all of the instruction manuals for the sets that we have. I know I have a problem and I have like four other sets up there. I have like a bunch of the NASA ones, a bunch of the Star Wars ones, a bunch of the Disney ones. Too many. I just well, built the globe. Bitch, get more containers because now you're going to have one full of McDonald's toys. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. Sarah, I have a pitch for a new show segment. Y'all, mm. you're seeing it live right here on the Patreon that maybe we should start doing in our intros. Because okay. for people who don't know, we record the intros to our regular episodes um, the week that we release them in the event that Gilbert Godfrey joins Drain Gang. <laughs> and I just, I'm sorry. It's so funny. Gilbert Godfrey would think it's so funny, which is why it's okay to laugh at it. Um, Drain Gang, we will post a screenshot <laughs> of that tweet so people know what we're talking about because Truly, it was one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen. Um, But what if we started a segment where, and maybe this is a Patreon thing, maybe this is an intro thing, where we give our, like, we need a cute name for it, so holler with a cute name, but, like, Mm. our our recommendations of the week. Because I feel like you and I watch so much 90s stuff that we recommend to each other that we just don't have time to recommend on the show. And maybe this is, like, a... Check it out. I don't know. That's not the name. But do you have – because I know – okay. I don't think this yeah. is mine, but 90s-related, like, pop culture this week is the the Johnny Depp testimony, which I don't want to get yes. too into on the show today. Or, like, um, you know, I some – well, I guess this isn't 90s. This is 2001. But the ridiculous uh, ridiculousness of Rudy Giuliani being on The Masked Singer oh my is, God. is another one. But – was there anything this week, Sarah, that you consumed or watched or listened to that you would like to recommend to our listeners? A thousand percent. So this didn't come out this week. Um, number okay. one, definitely the Johnny Depp stuff. But um, I watched Kid 90 this week, oh. which is Celia Moon – Yes. How do you say her first name again? Celia Moon Fry. I don't think you use the last L, though. Soleil. Soleil. Like, thank you. Soleil. Yes, yeah. thank you. Yeah, it's Soleil Moon Fry, and she was P- Punky Brewster. Um, and she did – so here's – if you haven't heard about it, I highly recommend it. Did you actually see it yet, Chloe? Oh, yeah. I think I was the okay, one who okay. suggested it to you a couple days no, ago. No, you it's, were. It's I just couldn't remember if you saw it. Um, 
I suggest things to Chloe all the time that I haven't actually seen. Um, so basically, when she was growing up, she documented everything, whether it was journals, she kept all of her voicemails, she kept like she had a video camera that she just carried around with her. And then she locked it away for 20 years and never looked at it. And then she created this documentary essentially with Hulu. So it's available on Hulu, where she shows a bunch of the footage. And then she also just talks to a lot of the people that were in her life at that time. And it is it is what you would expect in the sense that like one thing that I have found fascinating, I also watched um, the 90s, The Dark Years on Hulu, which is like a three-part uh, thing where like the first episode was about like Trash TV and Jerry Springer, and then it was about The Viper Room, and then it was is about like Beanie Babies. related to or of the same series of The Orange Years? Or is that just the same name? I think it's convention? just, yeah, I think it's just kind of similar. Yeah, The Orange Years. So all, but Hulu has all these, and- What's fascinating that I don't think any other celebrity, and I was telling Chloe this when we were talking about the Johnny Depp trial, I don't think like any other celebrity um, like uh, generation really experienced this was that the celebrities of the 90s expected to remain somewhat private like the yeah. celebrities before them where they could have their private life because social media didn't exist, internet didn't exist, cell phones didn't exist. Up- the other day when we were talking about Johnny Depp together. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But, but, and the celebrities of today know social media and cell phones and all this exists, but the celebrities of the nineties kind of entered into this thinking like, yeah, there's celebrity, but it's more of a job. Like I am an actor. I am a singer. Like I have a job and then I, and then I have my life and that all changed in the mid to late nineties. And I think it's just kind of fascinating. And it's, it, so Soleil Moonfries kid 90 is what I would recommend. And it's just kind of this sad story, but also like very therapeutic, I think. And, and basically I think she kind of ends on the realization that we don't sometimes hear or see that people are in need of help who are around us. And that way, especially when you're young, you don't notice that when someone jokes about, committing suicide it's not a joke um and even if they do end up surviving which hopefully they do like there's shit going down and and they're they're asking for help and oftentimes we don't we don't if 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 we're verbalizing it to you you're the only person we have so i think it's worth a watch for sure yeah i loved it and and also just like it's so rare to see found footage from that era because yeah. those camcorders were so big and bulky it wasn't just yeah. like a cell phone where you could just like Mm-mm. whip it out um so that just seen I think not Rob Lowe but I feel like Corey Haim or people from of that era are yeah. like because she was on Sabrina she was on like a bunch of stuff yeah um, she dated it's just really Sheen, kind of and it's completely like, uncensored because the yeah Charlie Sheen is in it and it makes me think of um, when I saw – right before the pandemic, I saw Pee Wee Herman. I think I mentioned this on our Pee Wee's yeah. Holiday Special episode. Um, I saw Pee Wee Herman live, and he showed us this footage that hadn't been seen since the 80s. And it was 
footage that he got from MTV, MTV did a live red carpet slash after party coverage of Pee Wee's Big Adventures uh, opening night at the Grauman's Chinese Theater. And he said, and I'd never thought of this before, Sarah, which is like, think about when Soleil Moon Fry made that footage. Everybody probably thought this is never going to see the light of day because it was so hard to play these videos even on a TV. You needed all these like aux cords and stuff. I mean, there's literally people saying that in the footage. They're like, why are you recording? This is weird. Like you're making a home video. Like what are you doing? And technology was so new at that time. And, And just like how you and I know, and we were talking about this earlier about something else that like once it's on the internet, it's there forever. Like the footprint mm-hmm. is there. <laughs> and Pee Wee Herman said, you know, you'll never see this footage or footage like this now because the publicist, everybody was so clearly on coke and high off their ass in this like red carpet footage. <laughs> and, you know, like Mr. T's there, the go-go's and like, you know, it's a, it's a peak 90s like moment of, of footage. And it's so true. Like everything that we see now with the Oscars red carpet and stuff like that is like so um, sanitized and edited for our consumption. Yeah. And um, everybody watch this. What is it called? It's Kid 90, right? Kid 90. On Hulu. Kid 90. It's so On Hulu. good. It's really um, good. I have – oh, my God. I lost mine. Wait, wait, wait. I was – okay. I was going to mention briefly. This isn't a suggestion, but I did – some 90s news that I saw is that uh, – oh, I remembered mine. But some 90s news is – Candice, what's her DJ from Full House, mm-hmm. just announced, and this is a big deal. I, I didn't realize it was. She was like a Hallmark Channel girl, yeah. And now she's going over to like a different network. So that's some some pop culture news. Mm. But this is my recommendation. I love Kyle Mooney. I'm so obsessed with him. If you don't know who Kyle Mooney is, he is an SNL writer performer. He's from San Diego, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe you maybe you got some like Chuck E. Cheese with him at some point, Sarah. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> but I love his show Saturday Morning. What is it called? I have it up on my phone. Saturday Morning All Star Hits. And if you have not watched this, it is a. It, they have one season currently. There's eight episodes, and it is the only way I can describe it is a very, very, very authentic recreation of Saturday morning cartoons and like Paul Rudd is a voice on it, Emma Stone's a voice on it, lots of comedians, I think um, Betsy Sedaro, like it's so funny. It talks about depression. It talks about like drug and alcohol use. Um, uh, Kyle Mooney is in it and it is the only piece of media that I have seen in a modern world that is looks and feels and smells and sounds and breathes like something of that era. And it is yep. a masterpiece in itself if you have an appreciation for the 90s. And I highly recommend watching it. Um, on that same vein, the way that I ended up going down this rabbit hole last night, um, there is an SNL skit that I had never seen before that I recommend everybody look up. It is a clip with Heidi Gardner, Kyle Mooney, um, uh, a bunch of really wonderful folks on the show where uh, Mikey Day and it is clearly written from experience where it's a bunch of teenagers about to get on a log flume ride and there's like two couples and one awkward third wheel played by Kyle Mooney and he has a giant six foot uh, what's his name from Soul? Mr. Gardner yeah. from Soul. Yeah. And it's all about like, oh my God, like how should we sit on this ride? Oh, I guess I'll like go sit with you. Oh, like you and me. Oh, okay. And it's like the two crashes trying to sit together and like the awkward, like, you know, fifth wheel that's joining. 
everybody watch this uh, skit. I'd never seen it before last night. And it brought me to a place, Sarah. Like, it brought me to going to the State Fair and, like, Waterworld and, like, those scenarios where your your older lady friends are, like, more developed and interested in boys and you're still just kind of like, oh, I guess I'll just, like, go fuck myself, you know? Um, so everybody watch that skit. It is one of the funniest I'm things I'm going to have to watch it seen. right now. <laughs> Um, and if you um, have any, like, listeners, if you have any recommendations of things that you've seen 90s related, whether it's, like, you rewatched something or, like, you know, Kid 90 where it's kind of talking about it or just, like, new things that are kind of making fun of it, tweet at us, Instagram please. comment, um, join our Patreon, you can join our Discord, you know, what have you, and uh, let us know. We're at Salute Your Sports pretty much everywhere um, with the actual, like, W. O U R on everything except for Twitter. On Twitter, it's U R for the your. You said W, but why? I did yeah. say W. I meant Y. <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, um, poor Ayla. I'm the one teaching her how to read and write. <laughs> and for people who are like, what on earth would they talk about on this Patreon? To give you an idea of like what we have planned, um, a couple of things on the docket. We want to talk about big milk because. There is a milk, got milk conspiracy. Also, there's like, I want to say thousands, if not hundreds, if not millions of pounds of cheese just buried. I think it's billions. In the US, like literally. A surplus of dairy. We're going to talk about big milk and, and uncover that. We're going to talk about the scholastic succession drama that's going on. And we have talked about it in the past and you'll get access to all our back episodes. Um, and we're also going to be covering some shows that aren't from the 90s, but are related to the 90s, like Hollywood Darlings, um, Mm -hmm. which Christina Warren is going to come and talk to us about. Um, We're going to probably – I think we should start getting into, like, different mall stores and stuff on the Patreon. And truly, like Sarah said, it's a lot of what you guys suggest. So please reach out and let us know. We had a great suggestion. Spencer's Gifts. Someone recommended recently that we should do the Torkelson slash Almost Home. And I was like, oh, my God, yes, we have to do that. So we're getting some Mm -hmm. really great suggestions from you guys. Definitely, definitely. Well, thanks all for joining us on another episode of Salute Your Sports, a special Patreon episode. Um, hey, Pades, to those of you watching early. Um, hope you have a great week, and we'll see you I next week. I think there's week. only one way to end this, and that is to say, Drain, drain Gang. Drain Gang. <laughs> Sports is not endorsed by the companies featured in this episode or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. All names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and or copyright holders. Mix and Master by Dr. G. Our theme song is Keep Me Entertained by Maddie McGuire. Salute Your Sports is recorded in front of a live house plant and in a shed and is not produced in Nickelodeon Studios at Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida. 